Hello, welcome back to the 14th episode. I have with me today Lilo, one of my closest friends. Amoy. She's such a poor, happy, loving, friendly person. A friend, <laughs> a brother, a drinking partner. <laughs> anyway, welcome Lilo. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me, Duke. I'm very excited to do this. Yeah, me too. It's, it's, it's so nice. It's so nice to host people that you feel so easy to talk to and 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 yeah people and you really honest which is it's just very nice because it's just so easy to talk to and then like i can tell you about anything yeah and it's like we have so much in common so it's so nice yeah man yeah. i'm really happy that we can do this before you leave to vietnam oh yeah that's sad yeah i don't know i i still remember uh when we in like the master class together and yeah. we hang out and we we drink in and it's, it's so fun And then now it's already a year and a half already. Yeah, but it feels like because of uh, COVID, obviously, for me, it feels like, I don't know. Obviously, it feels like a long time ago that, that we went out and did fun things together. But also, it kind of doesn't because all the days, they kind of blend in together into one because we've never really been doing... Yeah, we true. We couldn't go yeah, out for so dinner like, or, you know, all the days were kind of the same. Yeah, it's kind of you know repeat I mean? itself. So yeah. it's quite sad. But yeah. But yeah, it's just so crazy that I I don't know that before I left Vietnam and and I was so worried. I was like, oh, I have no friend here in the Netherlands, and it's everything is so different. Yeah. And w when I'm here, like I met like crazy people, and it's so nice that like, our group of people just hang out together all the time. Yeah. We, we like the other day I talked with Hikaru. I was like we walk through freaker sister and then <laughs> and then i asked him like like do you think how much money we spend on this bar oh no <laughs> oh yeah it's a lot actually because i've heard from everyone that apparently the netherlands especially uh, booze and stuff is really expensive yeah true but also food i think as well yeah that's why people eat at home before they go out to drink Yeah, we do actually. Yeah, like that that that's a thing in 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 here in Europe, I think because back in Vietnam, we kind of combined together. So we don't eat dinner. So so it's like it's like a combined thing like dinner we we mm. go out to a restaurant or like a Oh, okay. like a street, like a, like a small street family restaurant and then we drink and then we eat at the same time. And it it was so cheap to order. Really? And, and, yeah, and then we can just divide it and then So so nobody eat before, and then here, a uh, couple of time that I kind of forget, and then I w I went out to a bar with you guys, and then I'm the only yeah. one who haven't ate, and it was like oh, and I now I need to order something, but that's also very pricey. So you just yeah. kind of suck it up and then just drink your way through it through yeah, your liquid hunger. dinner. Yeah, yeah, I think we've all been there. I said those people, because the funny thing is that, well, I would say compared to uh, the internationals that I've met. Dutch people are quite frugal, but also on the other side, everything here is quite expensive. Maybe that's why mm. we're like that. So yeah, I've, I've, I've had a few liquid dinners myself, <laughs> which was uh, always interesting. Yeah, but like, do you, f but it's, 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 it's also um, uh, a nice thing that I noticed that people kind of save for like a whole weekdays, like, and then they're not doing anything much until like Friday evening where you kind of get it's off Friday. work and then like yeah, it's, it's Friday yeah <laughs> and then like you go all the way like you drink so much until like Saturday morning and then like you get so drunk and then you kind of sleep 
and then recover on Sunday. Yeah, and I, then I go, feel like go home on, uh, and then go work <laughs> on Monday. Yeah, I think I think that's what a lot of people do actually. Um, especially when you're working, obviously you don't uh, really do things maybe in the evening. But yeah. not me actually, because I like to do a lot of fun things. So I usually like I've always told uh, my friends that the thing that I spend the most money on probably is doing fun activities with friends because yeah. that's really something that gives me um, happiness. I would say. Like, f- for example, uh, it can be everything. So. Uh, I think a few of my friends would recognize me as someone who likes to plan things. So, for example, um, well, going out, obviously, but also going for dinner, going to another yeah. city for shopping. Um, I also, as you know, hang out with a lot of guys. So I also yeah. like to have game nights, watch soccer yeah. with them. So just it doesn't have to be something incredibly big, like a trip to Las Vegas or something. <laughs> that yeah. would never happen with my financial situation right now. But just like some fun activities, I like to do them a lot during the week as well. Yeah. I think I learned it from you guys a lot with the game night thing that we just like we can just go to somebody's house and then we 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 drink and we combine it with playing car game or yeah. like Monopoly or like something very just like simple but it's it's very funny because also everyone is very competitive. Yeah, and that's, just, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, right? it's, it's bring out something, like it's bring out the beat most in you. <laughs> yeah. And everyone just like, oh, I'm gonna fucking beat you. And yeah. then- Especially with Heli Gelly. Yeah. I'm not sure if you remember that, but it's like with the fruits, you have to pair them up and then you have to ring the bell once there are five of, of one of the types of fruits on the table. Ah, yeah. Everyone too. got crazy competitive. Yeah, yeah. Including me. Yeah, also some fun game like, uh, Car against humanity. Oh it's yeah, also, it's oh. so fun. I should bring that tonight, actually, for the party. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, so many games. Like I learned so many games. Also, like uh, what what's game that you uh, going on a bus? Oh yeah, bus driver. Oh, uh, that's really scary. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> most of a game. Just the goal is just to try and to get you and your friend drunk and just having a good time it's talking bizarre stuff yeah that's literally <laughs> what it, what it's all about that's why i also love uh, king's king's cup mm-hmm. i'm not sure if you know it. we can uh, play it tonight maybe but uh, the idea is that you have like fun rules so you play games in between with yeah. each other and it's every time that you pick a card it's a different game which yeah. is really fun yeah so yeah, you can mix true. it up yeah that's also really nice and i noticed before like pre-corona when we all go out to drink and then I, I notice you and Mirta is always the people who talk with random stranger people like on the street. <laughs> and like true. we just hang out in the group and we walk into like a bar and then like you've been hold up to some stranger or like Mirta hold up to some stranger and you just like talk for like two minutes. And then I look at Hikari and was like, what? Who's that? Who are they? And they was like, no, <laughs> nobody know. And then sometime on the way home, you cycling home after you drink. And then you get like a high five from a stranger. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. I also have like a, because we have the snack corner, which is oh, like yeah. a, um, for the people listening to this podcast who don't know about Gronje. <laughs> so we have like this huge strip basically with all the, the clubs and the pubs there, which is really nice. Um, and then like in the middle of it, you have the snack corner where everyone just gets their really nice snacks, you know, potato snacks. Yeah. Bitter bala, of course. Eier bala, all, all the good things that we have to offer in the Netherlands. <laughs> High quality, obviously. It's really drunk food. Yeah. And then like there, I've had like the craziest conversation with people because everyone goes there, you know, around the end of yeah. the evening. Mm. And you just 
meet like the the nicest people there for some reason because everyone is up for a conversation always yeah and that's yeah i really like to uh engage in that i always notice that as you know i always come very late to basically <laughs> yeah. every event that we even if if i have planned something myself usually <laughs> i'm late but i also leave at the latest time yeah so true. usually i stay the longest you, you and so mirta always stay the longest you mirta and ma yeah it's like it's yeah i think it's teach me about staying long and then just like be responsible for for your drinking day <laughs> you yeah. know it's always stay the last just like come on just hustle up just get your <laughs> yeah. way through it it's just very nice uh i miss ma so much <laughs> yeah i miss her too i really and miss her yeah, it's the, just really the, weird how covid changed everything yeah it's it's crazy it's 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 like we've been so close and then in the same way that they've been so far away Yeah, because I remember that you uh, you went to Vietnam during COVID, obviously, yeah. with a plan to just be there for, I think, a few weeks and then come back right after, right? Yeah, true. I still remember I told people that I was like, oh, guys, I'm going to go back home for, for visiting for like a week. Yeah, and, and then, then you couldn't I'll, come, I'll come back right back. And then I stayed there for five months. Yeah, <laughs> you did the same thing as I did, actually, for my thesis. Because oh, yeah. I also was away for like four months. Mm yeah it's it's a crazy time but uh, the, the the thing i think i very like more that she have practice every evening yeah in basketball and she always finish at 8 p.m 9 p.m but she always come out like yeah if that's it, true yeah it's just it's, it's so nice that it's just like make the, the group very nice when we have like some key people that's always yeah. come out and you know that whenever you come out to drink like they're not they're gonna be there for you yeah so it's yeah it's just very nice and it's also really impressive though because for all of you people listening here i'm not a very sportive person <laughs> i would say uh, not a very sporty person so uh probably if i would have you know gone out to the gym for like i don't know how, how long does she work out maybe two hours or something an hour and a half I think. yeah yeah well after that i would have been dead probably yeah, and true. then just go home sit on the couch decide whether to change or not then just fall asleep on yeah, it and then yeah. she always comes out yeah she's she very active which is very nice and yeah. she, she also working really hard with hikaru in the library oh yeah, yeah they, they, did. Are, they are beasts it's crazy yeah they are but also i feel like they're really good at planning stuff and then for me it's just like i I do too many fun things uh, like, <laughs> and then I have to do everything in like a week because for example the last yeah. three chapters of my thesis I wrote in one week really yeah it's insane wow. so and also the uh, interviews that I've had uh-huh. I did them in like I think three days What? and I, I did I interviewed 20 people like uh, not a survey but like an actual interview wow may i i couldn't do that like no the, the, you the also don't want to do it because it makes you dead tired like after these three days like all the energy was sucked out of me i just had crammed everything into that <laughs> conversation it's like what a do metaphor you feel about sustainability it's like metaphor of like a like a devil and then like he he was like suck off and then he, <laughs> yeah. your body become really dry and then he was <laughs> yeah. like become a, <laughs> like this old shriveled person in my bed you know, like lord Voldemort or something yeah um But the, the 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 thing I noticed very nice that the setting of the drinking fin in Kronian, I know about other city, but it's very nice that uh, you have like a like a bar street, you know, yeah. and then uh, our goal is not to 
drink at one bar only yeah and it's also very like a mix so we always like go one to and then the next one and then the next one yeah so first like we do like a warm-up like a pre-drink at home yeah and then we go to copas yeah and then when, oh, when yeah. we're sick of it we just like oh guys you want to take shot and then we go take shot and yeah then, and sunny then, beach yeah <laughs> and then we come out again to a different bar and yeah. then if we uh tired and then we go to a different one and we go out snacking bitter ball and then we back to copas yeah and then we go back it's so nice like when you you go you have that routine you know yeah and it's always i remember nearly always that in the our group of like we always lost people we always did but also somehow sometimes we would also find them back yeah like like they just like playing game and then like one people missing and then they must with a stranger group and <laughs> yeah. then you hang out with that stranger group and then like two hours later you found them again i was like whoa where are you <laughs> yeah it's so funny because it's actually quite Groningen is quite a small city but it's so i feel like it's so crowded also because it's a huge student city yeah i don't think you have uh, any other cities in the netherlands at least where um there are so many students living in the city center yeah so that's why usually you only have mostly have students going out yeah which is really nice because then you have like this really nice vibe yeah not that it's not nice with old people all old people are also very welcome but yeah i i i do think so too that there was it's like a student city so yeah. It's, it's bring out something because um at the point i i feel a bit sad because my uni tam is not very like overwhelmingly like crazy nice in vietnam and then here in europe like in Kronion and i met you guys and we all do a bunch of things together even though we, we do a master yeah and i was like whoa like this is it like I have it now and then like it's, it's, it's gonna be here forever you know yeah and it's so nice that uh you kind of have that feeling when everybody's so happy and then it's it's like they work hard but they also uh, play hard also yeah. which is very nice and yeah I, I, i'll miss it so much and i don't know i've now it feel weird because now if you go to a place that have so many people you feel cautious yeah you know like you true. have like a whole back it was like whoa wh why so many people yeah and yeah that's I, I don't know how is it gonna be after corona like gone well i actually have a theory about it so um i've read this article about this um university man um yeah. <laughs> a teacher actually just at <laughs> university but uh, I, i'm not sure what he said i think something like uh, history and he said that it's it's probably going to be like the Your but uh, what it's actually about is that he thinks that after the uh, corona times it's going to be a lot of parties mm. because people have really felt isolated for a long time so yeah. they have to have this craving to um, make up for the for the time that they have lost mm. and i actually see this happening so in the beginning i was kind of skeptical but i do believe this because when i think about myself and about some people that i meet everyone is talking about oh we really once the festival season is opening again we have to get the tickets you yeah, know once true. we can go barbecuing in the nice weather we have to yeah. so i feel like people are going to go back to normal like that maybe oh, a little bit more cautious yeah. hopefully washing their hands a mm. little bit more often and then you know i think it's gonna be uh, yeah because do, do, do you remember the last paradigm that we have and yeah then, i did that was literally the last yeah that's literally the last paradigm forever but yeah like i asked you like oh is 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 there only people from the north because i was kind of a bit worried before i fly home yeah. you know and then i 
bought the hand sanitizer and then yeah, we, me too. We, we told each other that oh, we're not going to share uh, like lollipop with anyone yeah. or, or we're not going to... We're not going to give hugs to strangers. Yeah, just no hug with people. And Five minutes later, <laughs> <laughs> hugging with every stranger. Oh, I miss it so much. And now it's gone. Like, I remember before I get here, I always imagine like, when is the rap you know like when it's like like a stop to this mm. and i was like oh when i receive my um uh, graduation uh, diploma yeah and then we have it last last month and then when i re it's quite emotional uh, when i receive it and then in my head i was very happy but in the same time i was like um like this is it like this is the rap yeah. Like from from now on, I, I, we're not student anymore, and I'm trying to hold back and I'm trying to flash back a lot, but that that's gone like forever now. And then, like now, I have to go home. So I mean, I mean, I I love to go home. I'm excited to go home, but in the same way that now my head just like, oh, I'm gonna miss this so much. Yeah, it feels like the end of an era. Like it yeah. actually felt like a, cl a point time that you, yeah, just like closure. I think. Yeah. Like I. I, I think a lot of people who listen, like I always say my, our group of friends, our group of friends, but yeah. like, and they think I was like, oh, it's just gonna be in, like any other group friend. No, like this no, is legendary group. group. Listen, <laughs> our group is different. Okay, guys, <laughs> it's really different. <laughs> like I love these people so much and it's sad that I have to leave. And I was kind of trying to get my head around it, like trying to fire hack to say like, this is okay. Like you could, you, you're gonna hang out with new friend, and they're gonna be cool too. But it's in the same time, it's so hard. I was like, oh, how can I, you know, like possibly foul like yeah. an, another Ma, another Hikaru, Ariel, Lilo, Mieta, <laughs> you know? And even with like people I'm not very close with, but they're very good friend of me too. Like Micah, Micah is super lovely, and then I learned so much from Micah and. It's just so nice to yeah. to have like everyone is so supportive, right? But I think it's actually really um, good to feel that way because a lot of the time when we're feeling sad about things like this, we tell ourselves, no, I shouldn't feel like this, you know, it's going to be fine. And when I go back, blah, blah, blah. And probably, you know, it is. But I think the feelings that you're experiencing, just try to f embrace them because on the in the meantime, it also reminds you of how amazing you had it here and it's okay to yeah. just feel that way you know yeah it's just like you feeling like when you finish the last episode of friend series yeah you know <laughs> when everyone is like move on doing different stuff and i know that i can't tell people to do the same stuff that i do and we can still hold the group together of course but it's just sad that uh, i have to and then like now i'm the one who have to leave first yeah you know and it's it's just sad it's, it's, it's break my heart <laughs> oh it also breaks my heart but you know the thing is uh and i know that a lot of people probably say that like oh we're gonna meet up blah 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 but you know i really love traveling and you know yeah. i really love you man so <laughs> i feel like i would actually really love to go to vietnam oh may come there and uh, you know you're always welcome here for sure and when you come here probably things are going to be open again you're going to feel like a student again i'm going to yeah, tell you yeah it's going to be so nice you know it's like for example i was i have kid like 20 years later <laughs> just, and i, br I bring, bring my kid just here, bring them here and i was like son <laughs> this is where i party at <laughs> this bar copas <laughs> he's gonna be like five years old sipping his uh, virgin coke yeah but but how do you feel now like 
post graduation. Well, and then did you feel like you want to hold back this feeling? And what's your plan? Like, what 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 are you thinking now? Well, so for me, um, okay, obviously I haven't officially heard that I graduated yet. I'll hear that tomorrow. Well, I hear tomorrow yeah. whether I pass my thesis, and then I still have to uh, defend it. But um, yeah, I think probably I'll, I'll pass it, and then. I mean, I'm, I'm sad to see people leave. Um, of course, already some of our friends left during the COVID times to see their families. Yeah. And I already knew that, you know, it's probably going to take a long time when I see them, probably just only during a vacation or something like that. And I'm kind of sad about that, but I'm also just really happy about all the nice moments that we've had. Yeah. Mostly that, I think. Um, and then I'm kind of ready for my new adventure as well. Which is why I actually applied for uh, the master's in Sweden. Mm. And I'll hear that uh, on Friday. So stay tuned for the next one. What, no, what, what, what was master degree that you're going to do? Uh, it's called uh, Marketing and International Brand Management. Wow, that's so, so sick. Yeah, it's really in our lane, actually. So that's mm. why I really like it. But mostly I'm just... I hope the university is not listening to this podcast, <laughs> but I'm mostly also just doing it to be in another country again <laughs> and to just have like the fun yeah. experience and stuff, you know. I would really love to have that because I want to hold on to it a little bit longer Yeah. because I know that, you know, once I... Uh, I don't think I'm the kind of person that is going to be working and then not doing fun things in, during the week. I think that's not going to change because I really try to do things that make me happy. Yeah. And what makes me happy is seeing friends uh, yeah. and doing fun things. So I think yeah. that's going to be something. I don't see myself like working in an office from nine to five, going home to cook dinner and then go to bed and then in the week and do something fun. No, I just mm. see myself trying to squeeze all the fun things into the week, basically. Mm. So I don't think, um, I hope, I don't think my life's going to change too much. How, how do you have that kind of mindset? Like what trigger that mindset and then, why you develop that thinking yeah that's actually a really good question um i think that's kind of uh, i'm not sure if, if it's not, but i feel like it's kind of maybe always how i've been yeah. so i really like to um i am some i don't know how, how you say that in english that's i'm someone who tries to chase happiness because you know of course i've I've experienced some things in my life that weren't really that fun. And, you know, they really made me realize what is important in life. You know, sometimes, for example, when I'm with friends yeah, um, and I have a really good conversation with them about their life or about, you know, what they're feeling, you know, I just, it's just like a trigger to make me realize what is really important in this life. You know, I'm not living to work or to make a lot of money. I'm living to contribute to the life of others. You know, this sounds really, really vague. But what I'm trying mm. to say is that I'm not living for me specifically. I, of course, I am a little bit, but I'm also trying to live to, uh, yeah, just play a part in the, the lives of others. I want to be of meaning for other people as well. So you, what you mean is you, you find your tribe and you want to be a good member you, you want to uh, uh, nurture it you want to you want you, you want to contribute you want you want to yeah you, I, like, I, I it's like the, a part of your happiness is making people happy and then play your role of being a good friend 
yeah. and, and do and defend that keep the group being happy and moving forward you know is, is, is that what you're trying to say yeah basically you know i really like to um for me like relationship with my of course fun things for me are really important to do but the most important thing that i've probably mentioned a few times and you've probably heard is that doing it with friends you know or with strangers that's fine too i really like to be around other people and i really like to you know just sit down with them um and just have a conversation about them and just yeah you know make someone feel not yeah just make someone feel listened to because a lot of people you know when you go to a party for example or you meet up with someone usually with you it's different because you actually you're also a very curious person so you ask a lot of mm. questions and usually you know when you're at a party you talk about you know oh how was your weekend oh what are we going to do next week you know it's kind of on the surface mm. but what is actually really going on inside in the lives of the people that i hang out with i really want to know that because you know probably a lot of people don't really ask about those things and you know when you when you ask a little bit further you know when someone says like last last uh, week i had a conversation with a friend who said that her weekend was fine and i said oh just fine yeah and she said yeah no just some stuff and then sometimes you know you just let it go but if you really try to go deeper i, I found out that she actually was dealing with depression so i feel like if you i really like to just sit down with people talk with them and you can see that it just you know, relieves them a little bit. And that's just, I really like that connection with people, you know, to mm. just, I think that's that's what's it about, you know, these this just, yeah, these specific moments are just a trigger for me to realize I'm not just living for myself to just have fun, you know, to just suck kind of the energy out of, I just want to give a lot of things back because what makes me really happy is when you are also feeling good about yourself. And I really mm. like it when you can also, you know, talk about how you feel yeah that, that's strange okay so here, here what i understand like you is, is something in you that uh um uh, a trigger you that you okay so first you you defy are you happy when you and other people around you happy so you make sure that you the not only you but the environment that the people surround you also on the same level of how you feel and being happy because that's how you defy happy and uh, in order to do that, you reach out, you try and to decode people live. You try and to sort out, like, not like take on the, 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 the will and, and drive life for them, but you try and to help them to decode, to find out what's the problem, to, to understand and, and maybe give an advice or support and to make them feel happy. That And then from that, you can reflect to your de definition of happiness, like okay, so 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 now I, I sort out one person life, and you're trying to sort out the next person in your tribe, and you're trying to do that. Yeah, it's it's actually for me. I think it's it's more about just um, you know, actually sitting down with someone. For example, when I'm at a party, um, I know we're not supposed to have one, uh, so, but last uh, last Easter, which was a few days ago, I uh, met up with some friends, and I really like to sit down like for example i think we were with a well let's not put a number on it but we were with just a few yeah um and during the party of course i tried to sit with everyone and just ask them what happened in your yeah. life because uh, i've been away as you know for quite a long time for like four mm. months to just focus on the thesis because uh 
well, I have ADD, so I, I yeah. can't, like all the distractions is for me too much. So I had to get out of there and just live with my parents for a while uh, again. Yeah. So I hadn't seen them for a while. And, you know, I just wanted to know everything what was going on in their life. And you just notice that for people, you know, especially in these times, it's just really nice to ha sit down with them and just ask them, like, how, how is it going with you, you know? Mm. Because it's really nice to, for me as well, of course, to feel heard, like, to feel acknowledged and to see that someone actually cares mm. and yeah I, I think it's not so you know some it's not always uh something that is fun for me because sometimes you know i'm also tired but i i love doing it you know nevertheless and yeah okay so, so i also it's, it's strange that you're very loving you're very positive every time i meet you you're always that person you know like you always exact what i expect that you're gonna come uh to to the house and then with other people you always love and you always say oh what's up and you, you're always happy <laughs> you you was like a kid running around all the time always happy and 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 it's it's interesting that you try and to not only do that for yourself but do it for other people too and i, I kind of wonder uh, then how you recharge yourself because you you really love mm -hmm. it and then you must have the expectation that yeah oh when i'm have my downtime i want i want to be to be care like i care for people and yeah, then how yeah. you recharge yourself yeah that's funny that you say that because uh i've, I've heard that from a lot of friends uh well not a lot just a few but uh, actually that's um uh, sometimes people feel like they have to do it back to me but i actually um don't really expect anything back from anyone because that's not uh, uh why i'm doing it so i think how i recharge i don't uh i know it's not really good but i think i just do it with myself or I just call mm. my mom because my mom she's like the best therapist ever mm. she actually is a, a therapist as well but yeah it's just really nice to uh to talk about about things with her and she always knows what to say to uh, ease mm. my mind but um yeah when I when I have problems I don't think um I really I don't really talk about it too much yeah like you never a person who bring your problem on the table like that's why earlier i i told you before we do a podcast like you're quite mysterious because like i mean we hang out together all the time yeah but i, I don't know your problem because you're always happy like yeah yeah like i, I don't know your problem because sometime i was like oh wh what could i do to help lilo and everything but like she never asked for help that much like yeah she, that's she, true you're always happy yeah that's true i think um and that's maybe that's also why i never expect you know others to do it back not because i don't think they don't want to because i'm pretty sure that if i would you know share something personal people would 100 percent uh, want to listen to it but yeah i just uh, usually kind of deal with things myself and um yeah i just don't really talk about that i know it's it's good to do that sometimes so uh i'm working on it but um i think usually i deal with it myself but i it's not like I'm not sure if it's because of my ADD, but I'm also really, uh, it's really easy for me to let things go. Mm. So for example, um, if something bad happened to me, I will feel bad about it for like a, a moment, of course, depending on how bad it is. Yeah. But, and then, you know, the next day I can just feel fine. Yeah. But does this make you special? Because that set you out compared to other people. And just so nice to hang out with you because it, because oh, that's I, so kind I, I know that you've been positive all the time and then I'm positive too. And then that's why we, we, we I said that we have some key 
people in the group that you know yeah. like Ma, you, Hikaru, uh, Mieta because we, we always together and we, and we bring the, the group up we always encourage <laughs> we're always hyped yeah it's really <laughs> nice and it's also I'm, I'm really curious like how do you have this kind of character like how you build this avatar like not your avatar I mean it's, it's, it's you yeah. but how you build it because I know not a lot of people have it and it's so well such a waste if like we've been friends for so long and I don't know like yeah. how you how you are this person is it because you affect from your mum or is any event in your life that is change you uh, I can tell you a little bit about that actually but first let me take a sip of water <laughs> my mouth is dry Hmm. I think uh, it's um, partly because of uh, my mom, for sure. She definitely has shaped me uh, in the way that I am right now. She is a wonderful person who has a lot of patience, something that I do not really have. Um, but yeah, she, she's taught me a lot about how to um, live your life, how to care for others. Obviously, I'm, I'm also a Christian, so that also plays a, a part in how I behave and why I do certain things but I think another big part of it is because um, I was bullied a lot actually in um, in elementary school mm. like severely uh, and then again it happened in high school um, several times several years so for me I just I you know when I was bullied I tried to act like the way that I should was supposed to act you know like yeah. everyone else but I just noticed that didn't work like Either way, whatever I did, when I tried to, you know, fit in the crowd, whether I did not, you know, they kept bullying me. And that kind of made me realize, you know, what the heck, you know, it's it's never good enough anyway. So I should probably just do my own thing. And I think that kind of stuck with me, you know, once that kind of kicked in, I think it was the last year of high school, actually, I just realized I'm just done with this. Um, I, w I remember that I was really scared because I was bullied by uh, my class. Um, and we, at the end of the year, we had like this cabaret thing, yeah. which was like a, a high school play to just finish the year. And, um, I signed myself up for it. And I remember that was one of the scariest things because I knew I had to perform for the people that bullied me basically, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that was a really, that was a really scary moment, but I did it and I made some great friends actually during the cabaret mm. thing. And I noticed, you know, I just, for the first time, I just felt really happy in that year and it was just an eye-opener for me to just live the way that I have so for example now when I go somewhere I don't really care about um the way that I look not not that I walk around in like dirty clothes or something you know yeah. but you know sometimes I go outside in my Nike slippers I'm like that's ah, fine mm. and sometimes I just um you know I also don't wear makeup because I just feel like it's just such a hassle and um I don't know, I just, what's really important in life, you know, because there's always going to be people that's going to judge you for, you know, whatever, whether you fit in or not, you know, they're going to judge you. Yeah. So you better just, you know, focus on things that really matter, which is other people and um, their lives and not, you know, like the beauty standards and, um, you know, the rules that we made in society. I feel like, you know, that's not really what's it about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like... I can recall that because whenever we discuss about something, you always, the person have a neutral look. Like you, you are not, you don't have a lot of bias. 
so for 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 you like when when we discuss about something there's people opinion like oh i like that i don't like that but you always uh go forward with the concept of like oh it's it's, it's cool and it's new and you trying to wire yourself in your in your mind and you're like it's it's a new thing like it's it's nice and you always um like look at it in a positive way and then you can be critical about it but you you never hate something no which is very nice and and yeah you always have neutral look uh, and that 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 encourage people to be more positive i think oh that's so nice you just say thank you (laughs) well yeah that is how i'm trying to be you know i just like the thing that you said earlier you know that when we are young uh, when we're kids you know we see see the world kind of like in a different way and i try to stick to that uh, vision in a way that i'm just really curious about everything I can be fascinated about a bug on a tree, basically, you know, like that can yeah. make me really happy. Like, oh, look at this. Um, so I feel like if you just hold on to that, you know, mm. I'm not sure if it's a if it's a decision that you can make or if it's just something that, you know, shaped me in in this way. But I think that's just kind of um, how I'm trying to be, you know, just mm. living in a world of wonder, basically. That's that's very nice. But like, but you're also kind of like that, right? Because I kind of feel that connection with you because you're very, um, very curious as well. You can also be like very enthusiastic about things, which is what I really like because I have that too. Yeah, I I just like new thing. Like I'm, I I I just have the concept that I'll feel really sad that, for example, I've been born. And then I live in this world for like 80 years or something. And then before I die, I was like, there's so many much that I don't know. Like, and yeah. then, and then like if, if human race has been so long and then there's so many things that we don't know. And then I'm yeah. just born in like the great time with like uh, information transparent. And then I, I don't know that. I feel so sad if like, oh, it's, it's there and then I don't read that. Also, if I don't understand something, I'm, I just need to because I'm I'm overwhelmed by something I don't know. Like I just need to understand it. Yeah, like, yeah. That's I just want to nice. crack and decode everything. You know, like yeah, like if like if 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 I just, I just want to play my role with my friends. I just want to make sure that I'm a good friend for my friend. Like I always be there for my friend. Like that's what's like suppose a a a, a friend does and yeah, and I, 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 because I'm just. I, I say this uh, to my friend, one of my friend, and I, I have the theory that when I'm die, and then I'm just gonna face uh, uh, Jesus and or God, and then he have like a like a tape of a document, and he open it with my picture on the corner, <laughs> and then it's like my name Duc Nguyen, or whatever is it in Vietnamese or in Dutch, <laughs> and then he have a list of question, and then he in the section is called possibility, hmm. and then he asks, well you could do more podcasts and you could even though it's silly but maybe some of your friend like it maybe some of your friend feel encouraged to do something that they want to even as simple as just wear a shirt that they want to but they're a bit afraid yeah but like now they look at you have been you've been so shy and 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 you do this you know so it's encourage people but why you why you don't do that and then like like wh- you could run a marathon but what stop you or like yeah. you could be a better friend like you could be a better person help your friend be there for them like if 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 you don't like if you're a good friend your friend don't have to end up like this 
and I feel responsible in that, you know. But like what? Like I don't know. Just for example, like for example, somebody smoked too much. Yeah. Like somebody doing silly stuff, and I could say something. Yeah. Because I'm like I think what I said value, mm-hmm. because I'm being a good friend, and then I I could say that to stop them or just to to point them out that look like you need to change or you need to stop or something. But because of me, I don't do that. Then. Uh, their health being effect or they go in the wrong road yeah so you kind of feel yeah, yeah it's, it's like a responsibility. i feel responsible for that yeah and like i you know and it, it just make me sad if if like this is it like uh when you're at the junction of you making decision and and then like uh, this gonna defy you like either you push forward yeah you you press forward you you, you get through this and you know that Uh, the the end of a tunnel there's a light like you can do this or you can go back like you can experience like some of the bad moment like you you've been living for one or two years like and so like what you gonna be you know yeah. like how could you set example not only like for yourself for your for your friend like just for your friends around you like you just need to set example for free people and if you can't do that yeah. like like it's sad Yeah, yeah, it is. But I I do recognize you know what what you're saying because um, you really do show people that you you care and that you are there for them, and that's that's really nice. Actually, it's really refreshing to have that. Uh, so, but I I learn from people. I learn from you, from Mirta, from Ariel. Like, be, but it's just so cliche to say. But without you guys, I I I never this. Like you push me forward in a way that you don't see it. It's just through your text message, through the way that you show emotion with me, through the way that you talk with people, that through the way that you hang out with me. When the first time I came back from Vietnam here, and then you guys all here and we drink together, yeah. and you all welcome me. Like I, I know that, or oh, I, I mean something to them, and then they love me, and it was like, oh, I just want to do something back as well. It's just like your mindset of being a good friend. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's uh, I think that's really uh, in tune with uh, how how I feel friendships as well. So yeah. that's why we get along so well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I know that. I mean, f- f- for me, um, it's okay because I know that you have um, ADD. Yeah. And then I, I'm really curious about uh, that, like how you, what is that symptom, the definition. And how how do you feel? How do you deal with it? Is it any benefit or any downtime in your time? So uh, it means, uh, if I remember it correctly, uh, anti-deficit disorder. Yeah. I hope I uh, remember it correctly. It or um, it's also called ADHD, right? Yeah, but ADHD is. Um, so it it's uh, I don't know actually what what it stands for completely. But I know that it, the difference, the main difference with ADHD is how I always explain it is ADHD is more about being very busy focally. So, you know, like mm. um, you have to react to everything, you know, um, which is something that kind of fades away with age for a lot of people as well. You know, they kind of tone down a little bit. Mm. And for me, it's always like really, I kind of am the same way, but usually in my mind. Mm. So I think about a lot, you know, like my train of thoughts it's crazy uh sometimes you know when someone talks about hair i can think about all these different things you know oh i didn't do my hair today oh where's my scrunchie 
oh, I need to buy a new scrunchie on AliExpress. Oh gosh, I don't have money. I need to have a job. This is basically Whoa. how it goes for me, you know, to just give you an idea. So, <laughs> uh, but I don't say all of those things out loud, obviously, yeah, which is the big difference. Yeah, but you know, I remember that when I was um, in middle school, I think they they diagnosed me with it. And I was very insecure about it um, because, you know, obviously I was already being bullied and then I had to take the meds. I just felt, you know, different. And then I remember that uh, my stepdad, he printed out this list for me with like the uh, disadvantages of ADD. And then next to it were all the advantages of ADD. And it was just so nice. (laughs) It was like, uh, you know, being more creative, um, being curious as well, I think is uh, Mm. one of the things. You know, and there were a bunch of other things on there that I don't remember. But yeah, it's just it made me view it in a little bit of a different way. Mm. So but I think mostly how it affects me is that I can go from one thought to another. And yeah. Then just completely and then how is like give me an example or like a story that 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 is different from other like when you go out or when you walk in or when you study you write your thesis like how does it affect your thinking and how does it affect your um uh, daily life so i would say like the thing you know where i wrote like the last three chapters of my thesis in like one week is definitely not something (laughs) that is normal um so yeah that definitely has to do with it because for me it's really difficult to um like prioritize my life i really like to do uh fun things because it gives me a reward quickly yeah and uh well, not fun things uh, like studying. Um, it does not. So for me, it's like a it's this big task, and I just think I'm really bad with time management, which is maybe why I'm always late. I'm not sure. Mm. No, that's not an excuse. But um, because you can't plan it and you follow up correctly, because your mind is everywhere. Is that because what's ADD cause you? So if, yeah, so ADD is really also about prioritizing your life and time management. So for me, it's very difficult to. Uh, make an estimate about uh, how long a task is going to take me. So, for example, I'll think, okay, so the um, interviews will probably take me, you know, to transcribe them will probably mm. take me two days. Mm. But it took me a week, actually, mm. because it was 20 interviews. It was a lot yeah. of work. And after a while, you know, you're just done uh, mentally. So I cannot really make a good estimate of how long it's going to take me. And then in the end, I end up having not enough mm. time. Yeah, And I always just push things forward, you know, like, oh, I'll do it tonight. Oh, no, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. And then, mm. you know, it just goes like that. Yeah. So do, do you think that later on in your life you will find a way to deal with it? Or how do you feel that it, you have to... It's just like a friend that you have to carry with all your life. Like, ha, do you feel... Sometimes you feel a bit insecure or like you feel like... It's gonna be really open. Like for example, when you get a new job, you know that it's already overwhelmed for normal people without ADD. Yeah. Then now, when you have a new job, you know it's, it's even extra overwhelmed. Do you worry about that, or you just like just go with what we have now and and see what's going on? Yeah, I feel like um, yeah. So my mom really taught me to not use ADD as an excuse because when I was younger, obviously I would do that, you know. Mm. But uh, she told me, like, you know, it's, it's not an excuse. You, you can still do it. So she really pushed me to believe in myself and to, you know, accept that I have it. You know, it is a part of me. I officially have it. But, um, you know, so be it. I can still do the things that I want to if I put my mind to it. Mm. And that kind of stuck with me. So, you know, like if you would tell the teachers in high school uh, that I 
and probably hopefully finishing my master this week they probably laugh because they would have never expected that because they saw the the insecure child that uh, always kind of blamed ADD for not you know uh, doing things properly but mm. you know now I just kind of owned it you know I have it I know it has some disadvantages I know it has some advantages mm. and I just know how to deal with it for example I went to my parents you know to yeah. write my thesis yeah um, because I knew that was something that was going to help me and they are so lovely that they uh, accepted me in their home so that's yeah. also amazing but I think you know especially with studying it's a problem but with work hopefully it's mm. going to be better yeah because it's not like uh, it's especially long tasks that take long mm. that are hard for me. So the thesis was you have to do it. You have to start in I don't know like January. Mm -hmm. No, we had mm -hmm. to finish it actually officially in January. Yeah. We have to start in like September, October. Yeah, and then you have to finish it in January. So that's yeah. like a few months for me. That thing is really hard. If it's just a task like oh, you have to finish it tomorrow. Sure, of course, no problem. Mm. But if it's something that I have to finish in like two months. It's going to be hard for me because I find it difficult to um, prioritize and to make an estimate how much time it's going to cost mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I push it forward. And I know that. So I'm trying to not do it. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, I've, mm -hmm. I've learned through life some skills to deal with it. But yeah. All right. Hold up w one sec. I feel very interesting when you said that uh, when you feel more comfortable and focused when you back to. No, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, when you go back to your mom and dad uh, to kind of work on the thesis so you can yeah. so get more focus. And then you said that it's very lovely that they take you, but I'm curious about that thought, but they, they but you're their kid. Mm. Like, are you not supposed to be back? Yeah, or well. Or like to visit? Well, I mean. Um, or just show off the appreciation. Yeah, so it's, uh, I feel like, you know, they don't make it uh, seem like it's a big deal uh, so which is very lovely of my mom accept that but you know they have like for four months suddenly they have an extra mouth to feed you know mm. i shower uh, i eat i live there i'm always cold so i mm. <laughs> ask uh, if i can turn the heater a little bit higher you know so and it's corona time so of course for them it's also a lot of time where they um can be spending a lot of money you know so mm. i'm just very thankful for that and also because i think my relationship with my uh, dad is unfortunately a little bit different. I am mm. not, I would not ask him to um, like stay with him, I think uh, for a long time, because I also feel like he wouldn't really want it. Um, so that just makes me more appreciative that my mom mm. and my step actually do, uh, you know, accept me for such a long time. So is, is, is it a system that when you're 18 and like here in the Netherlands, that when you're 18, you're like responsible for your life and you need to move out. So it's kind of like, you feel appreciate when kind of your you can live with your mom for a while so you can work on your thesis yeah i think uh because we're a very individualistic country i'm not sure of course how it's in uh, vietnam yeah but here it's not well when you're 18 you're allowed to move out but mm -hmm. for example i stayed until i was 21 which is not a very common thing to do i think yeah but um then they moved to rosenau i live I studied in Groningen, didn't want to move to Rosenau, so I just had to move here. Mm. Um, but I think, yeah, a lot of people, you know, just like to, you know, be on themselves as well. Because most of my friends wanted to move out from their parents. Mm. They just really wanted to, you know. But can they move out from their parents? Well, when you're 18, you're yeah, definitely allowed to. Yeah, but like, I think that's fascinating because that's kind of like a trade-off. When you live in like here in the Netherlands with like a individualistic culture, your mom and your dad like you can move out, 
but that's the trade-off for your independent. Like they're not gonna touch your life. Like they're not gonna bother you or like manipulate you or yeah. try and to control you. But that's a thing in Vietnam or maybe in Asia that your mom and dad, like because they love you so much, of course. And yeah. it's also like a collectivistic culture. And then even though I live away from my mom and dad, but they see me every weekend. And in, in, in some way, in their way of talking, like they give you advice or something, but in a way you can send a, they trying to manipulate you. They trying to control your thought. Like you shouldn't do this, you should do that. Like, but I don't know how to explain to them all the differences in the way you think. And because we've been apart with two generations, you know? So yeah. so the way of thinking also with now, the world is more flat uh, because the internet, the, the information yeah. trans, trans, transparent. So it's so hard to, it's so interesting to, to see that kind of um, um, here that, that when you move out, you, you trade off with your in, independent, but you also need to like live by yourself. Yeah, I think uh, it's, I always thought it was actually something that happened everywhere. But now you say this, it's probably a very Dutch thing. Um, but I think, yeah, definitely both, both things have a lot of advantages because I love how um, involved you are with like your whole family. That's, I think mm -hmm. that's something that we can learn from a lot because uh, I don't know, I don't think we, I mean, I am very, very, very close to my mom. Um, but it's also probably because, you know, obviously my parents divorced when I was very young. So it's always been my mom and me. So, um, but yeah, I think in general, we're definitely not as close with our family members as you mm. are in your in your culture. Well, I think you need to find like a nice balance. Yeah. Because w w when you're too close, it's kind of annoying sometimes that you, you like, I see it's affected a lot. Like. I've been helping out my dad a lot with his, uh, his with his work or like help him to to do some of the work in the house and and then he always kind of like a, a main fixer and then I'm always like help him. I know he's trying to teach me, but in the same way I was like I always waiting for order. I always yeah. waiting for someone to tell me to do something. Yeah. And for example, when you trying to do something like you trying to buy that or you trying to make a plan to achieve something is yeah. you always, I mean, you, you need, you need the advice, but because in a way that I think Asian parents love their kids so much that they're trying to control over the result of their kid because they don't want their kid to make the same mistake, or at least they see other people mistake that they yeah. could, can, could make. But, but accidentally they, they manipulate their kid. Like it was like, they're not in like the kid is not in charge of their life like they're not taking okay. full responsibility for what they do like for yeah. example like and then here i feel like i'm fully responsible for myself like if i don't go like something simple if i don't go to the supermarket i can't eat tonight yeah and then if i drink tonight then i can't be sober tomorrow and work on my thesis yeah if i broke my bike and nobody fix it, I don't have a bike to work. Yeah. But in, in Vietnam, like, sometimes your parents always back you up. You know what, they always there. They always make you a meal. So you kind of take that for granted. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, that is very different here. But I think, you know, obviously there's always some exceptions. You have some parents here that are very, especially, which is very interesting. Uh, with my guy friends, I know that some of their mothers, definitely never with my uh, lady friends, but their mothers still make their like their bread sometimes and still do their laundry. Yeah. So I know that it, it 
things like that kind of happen here as well, but mm. it's not a very common thing. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's not that kind of exaggerated, but here I'm just pointing out some example that, that you can see yeah. how a parent can accidentally manipulate their kid and then trying to control over their kid's life. That I, I'm, yeah, because for example, now I'm, I'm, I'm moving home and I know that I can be able to do all the stuff like packing and everything. But my, yeah. my, my, my mom and my dad always try their best to like remind me of doing stuff. And then yeah. today I was like, I, I know what to do. Yeah. Mom, like I, I know exactly what I need to do because if I don't do this right, I can't be home. Yeah. So, so, so why don't you just stop worrying and maybe ask how I feel yeah. instead. But then, but did you uh, say that to her? Yeah. But oh then, well, that's really nice. Wow, impressive that you said that. But then, like, they, they, she get it. But in the same way, it, it's hard because they live in a different generation. Yeah. They, they they live in the generation that caring for other is not about their feeling, but about through action or through work or something. So it's it's so hard. That's why I'm very interested when you study about psychology because you know exactly behind what they said what they feel and how you should respond to that or how you should deal with the problem you know yeah sometimes not not always but yeah sometimes yeah yeah but like how would you want like what kind of father do you would you would like to be what what sorry again what kind of father would you want to be later on yeah i want to be a good dad (laughs) (laughs) um i want to be I want to be my kid friend, but but I know that kind of hard because they live like two generation yeah. apart me. So, but I'm trying to be there. Like I'm trying to like I, I never tell him like what to do, but I always want to like understand what why he trying to think like that, and then walk the way through it, and then yeah, and then let he make that decision. Yeah. Even though I I know it's very hard because you trying to protect your kid. That just happened with any animal. Like it's because we are animals as well. So we, 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 we trying to keep ourselves from, uh, from from predator. You know, like yeah. to, to shield our our kid from from difficulty in life. Yeah. But that you you need to recognize that like the the concept of thinking life is so hard and you supposed to shield from it. It's just yeah. so silly. Like you can hide under the table and 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 it will fire you. Yeah. So I I think you just learn from a young age like okay this is it and then you also a person who older you need to kind of guide your kid through this. like this is this is real like it's not a game like you, you this is how we deal with it yeah. like n- humanly yeah so it's, it's it's kind of what I think but it's also here, here's the thought that I thought about you when earlier we talk about when you do in psychology I think. Because you such a curious person, you want to understand other people' emotion. Yeah, that's why you choose psychology. Because it's like, it's like coding, but not for a computer, but like for human. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I've I've always wondered, you know, like what uh, drives people to act a certain way, to behave a certain way. You know, what is going on inside their head? You yeah, know, like the meme. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm always just wondering that, and it, yeah, it definitely gave me some insights. Yeah, and then. For a long time, I thought like people who are mean, they just mean. But now I realize that we are so insecure. There's so many people insecure, but they don't realize that. I was so insecure back then. And uh, and I, I went through so much. I mean, not that crazy much. But now I realize and then I was like, oh, now now I, I decode myself like slowly. Yeah. Now, now I get myself now. Like I know exactly what I need to do. 
and who I want to hang out with and and who I want to surround with. You know, I I I I know my tribe. Yeah. Yeah, and it's that's realized it's so nice. So so what led to that to that difference like to that change? What happened that that made you <laughs> uh, uh, also, I went through depression and like a panic attack during the winter here, um, and that's and then here in the Corona, you know that um, you know, we we don't really see a lot of people, and then y- y- you you guys not here, yeah. So a lot of people is not here anymore, and then the feast is just killing us oh. off, and it's kind of just stay at home, and you do that, and. And I figured like there's something wrong like all the time, but yeah. I never face it. And then the more I spend time and it's like kind of observe my thought, and it's, I was like, whoa, wait, why I think yeah. this certain way? And and I talk with so many people, and then I kind of like, whoa, like I, I need to change this, or like this is something wrong. Like, I I couldn't keep thinking like this lo- anymore. Like I think like this for the past I don't know six years, and it's not working. Like yeah, like. I need to do something else. like this will define me. Yeah, you know, like because I was so shy. I, 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 I told you, in Vietnam, it's not kind of. I was quite cocky, but not in like a outside way. But it's like in my head all the time. Like I thought, oh, I'm not that short. I, I, like I was kind of average tall in Vietnam. I was, I'm not that bad looking, and I know English, and I, ha- I have a good job. Then I'm not being a loser. And I'm so afraid of being a loser, and I was like, okay, this is my life's quite nice, yeah. and then, you know. And then w- when I'm here in the Netherlands, that's reality throw me off. Like here, everyone's way taller than me. Like yeah, e- even the shortest girl is my height, <laughs> and everyone's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, like everyone dressed so nice. Like they, they want to like care of themselves. And when I like I went to the gym, and I, I was the smallest guy in the gym, you know. And it's, it's like all the insecurity, like is came back yeah like, honestly, it was like hit me off really hard and hear everyone speak english so good even like a like a beggar he speak english too and then, yeah and i was like well i'm nothing and um i was really shy to the shyness of like for example i can't even take a selfie or even snap a photo in the public because i'm so afraid that people gonna judge me because like why why are you this superficial you taking picture yeah you know and then i was so afraid of people judge me and then the way i look and and how i dress and 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 how tall i am and everything and then i realized that nobody care like and then i've been surrounded with you guys and everyone is so loving like nobody say something bad about me it's just all in my head and and i've been so down and then uh uh and i'm so curious i i i always want to express myself in a way that very honest and authentic but I, I couldn't fire away until like i went through that panic attack i was like okay this is it like, yeah i really curious now i really want to do this podcast okay are we gonna do this or not like this is gonna define yeah. me like it's not define me that the, su- the podcast is successful or not but it's define me like will you do it even though there was no reward yeah out of it and then i did the first episode and i feel great i feel great that like Mirto is really in this and like we having a great time and and the and, and I know how I think I organize how I think yeah. and I I do something useful and then a couple of my 
a friend and they said like oh this is nice dude like keep doing it. and uh, 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 I, I never f- thought that uh, you think like this before you know and it was i feel nice about myself and then nobody judged me like, yeah and then i was just like oh if they really hate me they'd not even listen to, to the podcast you know yeah and then like you said like i have enough of this like i'm gonna do me now yeah yeah it's just so nice and it's because when i look around me sometimes i doubt and i was sad i was like oh lilo she 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 always doing her stuff like hikaru he always working so hard like yeah. ariel she 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 wearing the way she want to be yeah and then i was like well, well why i don't do what i supposed want to do why why didn't you you think yeah and then then, then I, i i now i do it like i'm on the way of doing the thing like yeah like, but what do you think holds you back in the first place because it's in insecurity like i i i needed people accept me like i i, I want yeah. to belong to something yeah Because I'm I'm so scared of uh, missing out. I'm so scared of like nobody gonna hang out with me. I'm so scared of being alone. Not being alone, but it's being a loser. You know, like like being an outcast in a way that because I was so weird. I was so weird. Uh, uh, even though I was like a kid, like I never want to do everybody do. Like I I always kind of a kid that when they when people listen to mainstream music and then i was like i want to listen to different kind of music it's just something yeah. trigger in me i was like, i want to do something different but not to just to stand out just 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 for the sake of feeling the thrill of doing something yeah. different and then now i'm i'm doing it and it's I'm, i feel like and then now i want to kind of uh promote the idea of i'm nobody i'm just like you regular person but i'm i'm doing it i'm 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 smashing the thing that i'm so scared about so so you can do it too that's it you know and 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 i think i always want to be a nice person and now i meet all the nice people in my in my group and then i feel like oh it's just it's my duty now is yeah. to be nice yeah yeah like when i hear you say uh, all of this it kind of for me when i hear it, correct me if i'm wrong that it kind of boils down to you You're constantly in your head like what uh, others might or might not feel about you mm. um and i feel like you now realize that it might not always be true because yeah. you know how you describe yourself to me now is not you know uh, who i recognize because mm. i never uh, yeah i just think that you're this amazing guy who's always you know like hey guys what's oh, up mate. you know and just always there for everyone you know no matter where you are and That is just so awesome about you. So I also had no, um, yeah, no, never had a negative thought about you ever. But, you know, I can see that, you know, when you're really living in your head, sometimes, you know, your mind can go there. Yeah. And it's it's sometimes really hard to, you know, just stay away from those thoughts if you have them. You know, you can tell yourself, oh, it's probably not true, but the thoughts are still there then. Yeah. We in the bizarre time. Like we need yeah. more crazy people. Yeah, man, know? I completely That's, agree with that. Yeah, like people yeah. are so afraid to do what they want, and and we need more crazy people. We need more you. Oh, you know? that's so nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think that uh, um, we need more crazy people for sure. You know, just because you know, of course, I'm I'm also sometimes there are still moments that I'm I'm hard on myself, you know, and there is definitely still moments that I'm very insecure. Um, but I just yeah, 
I just feel like it would just the world would just be more fun if there is no. It, for example, you said that you listen, try to listen to a lot of non-mainstream music. Yeah. Well, you know, I was an emo in my high school years. So um, <laughs> what's emo? Emo. Yeah, that's a good question. So um, I was more seen actually is what we used to call it. But you know, with uh, like the the black hair, um, like kind of, kind of like skater. Mm. But then. I can show you, but guys, look it up on 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 the internet on Google. Mm. Just type in emo or scene, and you'll find it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it was just actually the whole thing was just about being different, like standing out. Because I was being bullied anyway, so I was just like, you know, fitting in doesn't work. So yeah. I'll just be different then. Yeah. And I think yeah, people that are different are just so interesting and amazing. But I can see why you know if yeah, I I can just completely understand why it's sometimes really scary to different you know yeah because yeah yeah sometimes people are judging you but but I, yeah i'm not not near to perfect though but yeah i i just try to uh do my own thing because people are going to feel a certain way about it anyway you know mm. yeah and I, i'm so happy actually to hear that you've had this this journey you know where you yeah kind of found yourself and I hope that you continue on that journey because you are honestly you're an amazing person and uh, it shocks me to realize that you you don't really realize it yourself but i really hope that one day you will yeah I, I, i'm happy because i think if i don't like because you guys is a push because if, if i don't meet you guys no sometimes i wonder like what if i don't do this master because i supposed to do the bachelor yeah. you know like what if i do a bachelor i will have two more year here of course i will have more fun time but will i find myself you know will i be this lucky i just think i'm very lucky yeah. i'm a very lucky guy that yeah i met so many crazy people and and it's so nice that i get you guys on the podcast so i can listen again you know and yeah and it's like all this thought all this mindset of this thinking is gonna stay and and it's kind of when you have a downtime and it's like, oh, this is my mate, Lilo. You know, she, she think this. And it's just nice to think. And it's like, it's, it's fuel. It's push you up. It's like, yeah. you, you, you're going to continue smashing the project that you, you wanted to do. Kind of like that. Yeah, because, you know, you're, you're really a kick-ass person, you know? Like, you're really funny. Because I think you're one of the funniest guys in our <laughs> master. So I remember that in class, we always had a lot of banter, which was really nice. Um, and yeah, you were always up for like a party, you know, or a drink, which was also really fun. And yeah, you're definitely one of the persons who really, you know, asked, asked things about people and just, you know, you were curious about them. And that's definitely what I admire, admire you. And I hope that you maintain to be that way. And that's why I told you, you know, when we were uh, talking about you leaving, one second, my mouth is really dry. Mm -hmm. I told you that, you know, for sure we're going to miss each other um yeah but even though you know of course you're not going to be able to literally replace Mirta or Hikaru but um you will find your own group of friends because you kind of attract you know the way that you are and you're an, an amazing person oh thank you so Please don't say it anymore I couldn't handle it it's too much I'm gonna say it one more time <laughs> you're an amazing person um no but seriously and I just feel like um, wherever you go, you will just find awesome people too because you attract them, you know? Yeah, you are too, you are too. I think you're different kind of species. No, but yeah, I, I really feel like blessed with um, 
with everyone that I've met this year. And yeah, it's it's really sad to see everyone go. You know, that's one of the reasons that I don't really use Instagram. Well, I do use it, for, you know, that I have Instagram yeah. where I post pictures of coins. By the way, go follow it, guys, because it's really <laughs> worth it. Um, but I don't really like to like look at pictures from the past because mm. what I do, what I recognize that I do is that I uh, start recognizing it. Uh, no, sorry, I start um, comparing it to how I feel at this moment. So for example, whenever I see pictures from like two years ago, you know, for example, like mm. us having fun, um, I catch myself thinking, oh, oh, these times were amazing. It's never going to be like that, you know? Mm. But then I, I just try to like stop myself from thinking that and just think, you know, right now I'm also having fun. I'm doing a podcast with you, which is amazing. Okay, we can't go to the club right now, but we're having a really good conversation. Yeah. I really we just gave each other like too. a thousand compliments. So <laughs> No, I feel uncomfortable. But I, I really honest <laughs> about what I think about you. But yeah, true. That's fascinating. But also I'm curious like why you don't like because I know like you you're not on social media at all. Like or well, you just use only uh Snapchat. Yeah, I use Snapchat a lot. And uh actually one of my friends asked me last week why. And I never really thought about it. Oh, well, there goes my necklace. But um, no, actually, I've... Um, no, keep keep going. Okay, no, sure. Uh, no, I think it's because, you know, Snapchat is just like, it's a snap shot of something. So it disappears after like 10 seconds or, you know, if it's in your story a day and yeah. then it's gone. Which for me is like really nice and really fun because I don't have to like look at all the pictures. I'm sure that if I would have like a wall on Instagram or something, I would just see my life as this perfect life. You know, me having fun on New Year's Eve, for example, or in the club or doing a podcast, which is amazing that I have these memories. And I like them as these memories, but to like feel them, I'm just, I'm scared that if there's going to be a moment in my life where I don't feel that good, that it's not going to bring me joy, but that it's just going to make me feel worse because I am not experiencing that much fun at that moment. Mm. But when I think back about like the good memories, I think about them with a lot of joy, but like, I don't know. It's it's just like um, when I, for example, view the pages of my really close friends, they have this beautiful photos, you know, of like vacations and stuff. And mm. um, of course I know what's going on in their life. No, no one's life is obviously perfect. But when you look at Instagram, almost everyone's life seems like so amazing. And I, yeah. I catch myself thinking, oh, I wish I was that person because, oh, they seem like so fun. They seem like they have such good friends. And then I realize, yeah, but, you know, you're literally only uh, showing your, the perfect moments, you know, and maybe how many pictures do you have on that? Like 50 and you're like 28. So it doesn't like tell the whole story. And then I just try to realize that uh, it's not, a, of course, I, I do think I love them all and I wish them all the fun in the world, but I just catch myself like comparing it with them and sometimes just feel bad about my own life. And then I like just have to like bump my head really hard and just think, no, I'm having a lot of fun actually. Mm. Um, so I just, I think that's also uh, what um, a few document documentaries have, have told that we keep comparing ourselves to the yeah. life of others. But it's just, it's not real, you know, it's social media. It's, it's pretty fake, actually, so. Mm. That's so fascinating because sometimes I couldn't grab my hair for that, like you and Polina. Like, it's, like, you guys are very good looking and it's very nice. You have a person, uh, like, personality. 
but you don't use social media like you don't try to do makeup you don't try to it's very real like is you a very real person yeah which is very fascinating and then you thinking about that and it's 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 make people wonder you know it's make people wonder like am i real like get off this phone like i'm a real person can i sit down with somebody and i talk for like two hours straight about my life or like yeah something that i really care about or like am i having my real life yeah or like am i even worse than an animal that without phone i can't even be myself yeah you know it's so weird but but you also don't uh, you also really very much just post like really artsy pictures right which i love by the way i really love your wall oh, just like I like film photo. Yeah. And it's just like it's really my nice. project that I post photo of my friend. So it's like when I look at it, it's just it's just my achievement. It's just all a photo of my friend. Yeah, that's awesome. I love for that. Something yeah. like that I would also like to do actually. Yeah, it just I think it's uh, because all your pictures are really real, you know? Yeah. It's it's also like expose you to understand that we can be effect by so many idea and theory and philosophy that yeah. we believe in like religion and, and 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 the idea that what's the meaning of life and what drive you what you define success like it's so many way and it's, it's it's like you need to be very very careful about what you think is right yeah and then you need to be like really critical like re- re- like evaluated and so so you can 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 do what you think is right because i i i know that because there's a concept is called uh autopilot that like w- when you do fin that out of your uh, habit that you don't think about so much like your your mind and your body is on the pi- autopilot yeah. mode and like for example you wake up you touch your phone right away or like you you cycle into somewhere but you know exactly where you're gonna cycle so you don't really think about the route and everything yeah that's when we on the autopilot like we need to be very conscious we need to be on a tech control like the airplane like to drive this machine drive this body like to 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 be what you want like yeah being mindful about things yeah yeah, I, d- I do agree with you. I, d- I do think that I'm also doing a lot of things on aut- autopilot. It's actually very funny because, well, it's not funny, but just interesting. So for my thesis, I um, interviewed, you know, 10 people from the Netherlands and 10 people from Belgium. Yeah. And we talked about sustainability. And actually, a, a lot of them uh, said something about, you know, the the feeling that you're doing things on auto- autopilot, you know, for example, just buying something. You yeah. go to the store and you buy things and then you get home and you're surprised by what you bought. You're like, oh yeah, I bought this. I completely forgot about that. Because you do it kind of on autopilot. Mm. And, you know, I think it is good to, because I do it too all the time. And I think it's really good to live a more conscious life. But, you know, that's it's such a routine that it takes mm. uh, some effort, I think, to, to act a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Mm. Anyway, I, I want to ask a question because um, I know that you ha- you have a lot of guy friend. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and then um, I, I'm I'm very curious about it. It's, it's it's nothing about sexual, of course. Like, I, I'm very curious because it's 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 also a very new. It's not new, but it's like because you 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 feel more comfortable to hang out with guy more. And then my theory is 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 it because guy is more easygoing and they are like lack of drama and then they they kind of uh very honest and and and, and they don't they, they very uh, just just t- they've been silly and it's just having fun in a moment is, is, is yeah. that what you the reason you like to hang out with guy more 
Yeah, I think uh, that's actually a good question. So I think it definitely has uh, something to do with that. I am not really a person who likes to gossip or drama. I'm not saying that uh, all women do that because that's definitely not true. I have a few amazing uh, lady friends as well who are not like that at all. Mm. But, you know, I just really like to do fun things, you know, and yeah, because, for example, you know, when I go uh, to a party uh, with my uh, male friends, you know, they're they're just, they go all out, they go crazy, you know, they're they're just like children, basically, the way I am as well. Mm. And um, I feel like when I'm, you know, sometimes when I'm around women, I feel like I still, I just have to behave a certain way, you know. Mm. I feel like with guys, I can just be completely myself. Right. You know, I, you know, I can tell them everything. Like my guy friends know most most about me, I think, because I can tell them everything and they won't really be shocked. You know, they're like, okay, well, okay, sure. Yeah. But with my, yeah, female friends, I'm, I think I'm more cautious sometimes. Yeah. I don't really always feel, um, yeah. like I said, not with, uh, with, with most of my female friends. Actually, I don't have that at all. But yeah, yeah, and also I have a lot of the same interests as guys as well. Mm. So, you know, I like to game, I like to watch soccer, yeah, like I to drink it. beer. Yeah, you say that you, you share a more common hobby. Yeah. yeah. That's why I feel comfortable being around with you too. Like, because it just is half like a bromance, you know? Like, yeah. I know that I can just hang out with you and we can talk about every stuff and I don't have to afraid of the topic is go too feminine or go too like too sensitive to talk about because we're very honest and, and very open to talk about anything it's just, it's just very nice to yeah. have that yeah, yeah. It's, i think that's that's actually it you know like um it's i feel like there's a lot less judgment um and that's really nice and i think that's really sad because i know um from one of my friends uh, who uh, also is really into feminism mm. uh that she told me that there's actually a bias uh, with women about women. So a lot of males have biases about women, you know, that they behave a certain way, that they are a certain way. But women also have that about women. So, you know, I've been to parties where there's always like this little drama thing. And I'm like, I feel like it's all just in our heads, you know. Mm. And I just, yeah, I think. Like what, for example, can you point out so we can easily to see it? Yeah, okay. Uh, let me think about an example because it's been a long time that I've been at a... Mm. Um, I think... Mm. Well, well, for example, um, I have this uh, uh, this uh, group of friends from a, a long time ago. This happened a long time ago. And um, we were in this uh, group chat on WhatsApp. Mm. And then one of the girls decided that she... Uh, didn't want to uh, party as much anymore because, you know, she wanted to focus more on work and stuff, mm -hmm. which I completely understand. And then, like, a few months later, one of the girls said, oh, should we start a new WhatsApp group chat? Because she doesn't want to come uh, all the time anymore, so we can just go with on without her. And I said, wait, what? Why, though? Because maybe she does sometimes want to come, you know? Why mm -hmm. leave her out? If she wants to leave the group chat, she will. Mm -hmm. Of course, well, they they didn't listen to me. They made a new group chat without her. Mm -hmm. But I was like, you know, why though? You know, like, uh, I don't understand. If she wants to leave, she'll leave. It's just these kinds of things that I don't understand because I, I don't like to think that way. 
and I have experienced that with uh, with some women sometimes. And I feel like it's not something that we should be doing. You know, we should be really nice to each other because guys mm-hmm. always have their, you know, each other's backs, basically. Well, not yeah, always, you know, but really most of the time. And then with women, guy. yeah. And then with women, it's, you know, it's sometimes almost the standard. And I'm like thinking, why are we doing this? You know, it's so unnecessary. We don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's going to be a shift, I hope, uh, at one point where we're just all going to have each other's backs. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's probably very rooted in, you know, that we've always had a lot of competition as women because we always mm-hmm. had to fight for our rights, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of rooted in it. And yeah, the, the world has been led by men and there was always this stereotype about women, which wasn't true, but yeah, it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? Um, so I think it's, it's definitely going to change. And um, I love all women. I love all men as well. So yeah. Um, but it's just sad that I see it happening and I don't want to be a part of that. I just don't like mm. that kind of behavior. And with guys, that this these yeah. things don't really happen that much. Yeah, but that concept is new in Vietnam too when you hang out with, I don't know, it's new, but I I kind of, what I see is like, is rarely I saw like you have a different sex friend, mm. like and very close and it's not fin- sexual going yeah. between. But but I believe in that. Like I believe that p- people people is all the same. But I, I get it too. I get it why people don't think like you can't you you, you can't have like a like a different sex friend because it's difficult being a woman. Like like you like women being fret all the time. You worry about going out late at night and being raped, and and you have to be careful about the way you dress and. And, and and be mindful and everything and blah 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 and then you've yeah. been putting down and then you but you do like women do so much work like all women make all the people yeah we do for sure that's crazy <laughs> right like it's it's not even like women make all the people women make do so many stuff and we put one down that's why i get it but in, in in the same way i get it like it's like everyone is the same and it's it's like like you said like it should be be able for you hang out with everyone that anyone yeah. that you want everyone the same just you know but yeah but it's also i i understand why people thought that uh you can't hang out with uh, uh, a different sex because a lot a lot of women they've been through stuff yeah and i think that's you know that's like the main thing that i don't feel like women are just this way you know i feel like it's just because of course uh, women are wired a bit differently you know in the brains because the the right and the left hemisphere have more connections with women oh really and also with uh, some gay people which is a very interesting thing mm-hmm. uh, and with with men it's it does it has less um in general of course it has less connection so mm. it's for men it's usually more black and white mm. um so yeah, of course we are wired a little bit differently, but I really do think that you know the the gossiping and you know competitive stuff it really is rooted from our position uh, in the past. You know, it's not that long ago. Mm. Um, so, and it, it's still happening. You know, so I feel like really that's the reason why, and, and I feel like that the more rights that we're getting, hopefully women are, you know, just like guys, you know, have each other's mm. backs, and I really hope that. That is what's going to happen because the the female friends that i have are like that you know they mm. would always have my back you know and of course the other way around yeah so yeah i just i just hope that happens because that would be awesome 
because women are awesome for yeah, sure i know too but i know there's a lot of guys are creep too so that's why a lot of women just careful more yeah. yeah yeah for example yeah when you go out i mean honing is relatively safe i would say um so here i'm lucky to be able to cycle home at night when mm. there's no curfew obviously but um yeah i think yeah. you know in general women are very unsafe you know just like the whole thing that just recently happened with um I, what was it called again like there was this women who went home like walking and wasn't safe Mm. And then, like this, this um, sentence got viral was uh, with the question like, "Text me when you get home safe." Mm. And um, yeah, that whole thing kind of blew up and really made me think. Yeah, it's actually really unfair, obviously, that men are able to walk home rather safely and women are yeah. not. But yeah. it, it is just the way it is, obviously. But it sucks. Mm. So yeah, I feel like that's one of the reasons. You know, women women have always kind of had it hard, and it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I have such a great time talking with you, Lilo. Thank you so much. I, f I feel so honored. I've been so so lucky to have you as a friend and then get you on a podcast and just talk so much about so many stuff. And yeah, I, I, I get you more as a person. I couldn't be more happy. Yeah, same, man. I'm really happy to have met you. And for sure, we're going to do uh, like the, the party in, uh, in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, come. <laughs> Okay, I'll start the podcast now. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for your time.